Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hi, babe. It's me, your Bravo bestie, Diana Jebbia. You are listening to the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast, and boy, do we have a lot of ground to cover because it's been a messy week in the Bravo sphere, okay? We've got a lot of Bravo tea to spill, and I hope you're moving out of the way because it's hot, like you're going to get third-degree burns from this shit. But before we get into that, let's get the good old housekeeping out of the way. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Diana Jebbia, G-E-B-B. IA and make sure you follow Believe Podcast, B L E A V at Believe Podcast and Believe Pop Culture. We've got a ton of awesome shows for you on the network. Really love for you to hear them. So make sure you give them a follow. Hope you had a good week. Mine's been a little bit crazy. Getting ready to make a little trip back home to see the fam for a little bit. Looking forward to it. Um, so I got to start packing. My mom will be thrilled to hear I haven't done that yet, but the Google sheet's ready. I'm like a Tiffany moon. I love a Google sheet, especially when it comes to packing. I do the ones where you could check things off. It comes in handy because, you know, when you live across the country from the rest of your family, you can't just hop on a plane and go back and pick up something you left. So we really got to make sure we got it under control. So that's what I'll be doing later. That's so exciting for you, isn't it? No, it's not. How about we skip to the good stuff, okay? Let's spill some Bravo tea. Lala and Randall, what in the hell is going on? So my friend Girl Gangs 7733 the other night posted a picture of what looked like Randall allegedly entering a hotel room with two girls And not long after that was posted, Lala shared a story of her checking into the Beverly Hills Hotel, which is my favorite of all the hotels, by the way, with her two friends that were wheeling Baby Ocean and then Beyonce's Sorry is in the background, you know, like, I ain't sorry. I'm not going to sing because that will just make your ears bleed and you don't need that. Um, But that song is about cheating in case you aren't a fan of Beyonce and you didn't know that. So that led us all to connect the dots as we nosy Bravaholics love to do. And we're like, damn, is Randall cheating on Lala? What's going on? What is going on? And you know, at first there was some doubts because they they get into fights a lot. Okay, you remember how many times she's wiped him off her Instagram, which she did again, only to come back two days later and be like, oh, we're fine. Everything's fine. We just got into a fight and I wanted to show him. Then a lot of people are like, oh, they're not following each other. But no, no, no. They haven't been following each other for a while. So little shady baby over there. Things aren't looking great. Then page six decides to confirm and say, nope, Lala dumped him. That's it. She dumped him engagements off and we're all like, is this true? But then TMZ comes out of left field and is like, no, they're trying to work it out. But then after that happens, Lala was seen um, leaving a deli. I think it was the Beverly Glen deli without her engagement ring on, which I know sometimes you don't go everywhere with your engagement ring, especially if you're running a little bit of errands when you have a ring as big as she does. But it's the timing's a little suspect right now. Okay. So what is going on? If you listen to their podcast, Give Them Lala with Randall, they put up a new episode today with Jody Sweeten, and they do 
like I do when I do an interview. I'm going to give you a pull back behind the curtain, give you a little peek into the magic of the broadcasting and pod- podcasting world. It's not broadcasting. There's a difference. Um, when you have a guest come on, oftentimes you will film the interview first film you will record the interview first and then you will record the intro that you hear before the interview after the fact because you know what's coming on in the interview and you want to tease it so the interview they had Jody Sweeten on and the interview itself was fine it was the introing of the Jody Sweeten that was the most awkward thing I have ever heard okay you know when you like come downstairs like your mom calls you down to dinner and you you come down from your room and you sit at the dinner table and it's obvious your parents have just gotten into a fight before you walked in the room and the tension's so thick you can cut it with a knife that is what we heard on that podcast so if you haven't listened to it yet you gotta hear it for yourself you might want to like hit the escape hatch and fall into your floor and be like oh my god I can't listen to this couple that's clearly arguing but trust me it's one for the books um Now, again, a lot of people are saying publicity stunt. She is going on her book signing tour. Her book has not just come out. Her book came out over the summer. It's been out. But yeah, she's going on a little signing tour. So people are like, well, maybe she's trying to get attention for that. I don't know. I think they're also doing a podcast tour, too. I don't know. Time will only tell. I'm a little bit upset about this. I'm not going to lie to you. I am a fan of Lala. I am a Lala apologist, as I have mentioned a zillion times before on this podcast. I also like Randall. I like their dynamic. It's unconventional. It's fun to watch. It's fun to see. So if he really was a piece of dirt and cheated on her, that's not cool. That's not cool. And think of how much like confusion it's going to cause their family. Because now... He has two daughters from a previous marriage who have grown to love Lala. They literally just had a baby in March. Chaotic. If this is true, like, come on, Rand. What is you doing? So as that was all going down, I posted a TikTok to my account about it. Hold on, I got to get comfy. And we're besties here, so that means I can vent to you. Well, normally I ask before I vent to someone, I'm like, do you have the space for me to vent? So I'm going to ask you, the listener, Do you have a space for me to vent for a second? Okay, you do? Perfect. So I posted a TikTok about this Lala and Randall rumored split news. I was in a rush. I was meeting a friend for dinner. I had to look cute and I had to get out the door. So on TikTok, I post, and I do it on Instagram too, I post a background. So normally I'll take like an article from page six or wherever, Um, In this case, it was the screenshots from the stories. And then I use the green screen effect and I talk in front of it. And most of the time, I'm pretty good about smooshing my little picture down and shoving me into the very right corner, right hand corner so that you could see what's behind me. Apparently, I didn't do a good enough job about this because like everyone needed to let me know that. And they were so damn rude about it. They were so rude. They're like, move your head. You would have think I just like walked into their house and peed on every surface the way they were treating me. And listen, do I care? No, more comments get me more views. I I can accept that. It was kind of annoying. I was telling you, oh, look at this and you couldn't see it. It happens. People make mistakes. My point is the audacity of people to treat someone they don't know is beyond me. Like you were not taught manners and you should be ashamed of yourself. 
and I am so sorry for blocking your view. Again, you would have think what I've, I've done. So I'm trying to be better about that, but y'all need to be better about manners too. Thank you, Bestie, for letting me vent. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Oh my God. Also, like I told everyone where they could find it. I don't know. I don't know. Then one person was like, if this upsets you so much, maybe you shouldn't put stuff on the internet. No, we don't gaslight in this house, okay? I'm allowed to be annoyed. It's like if you you make one damn mistake and you open up your phone and it's like, bling, bing, 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 bing. Like those are the notifications like, move your head, move your head, move your head. And it's like, I heard it the first time. I heard it the first time. It's like, you know, when you have an annoying person that keeps poking you, it's like, what you doing? What you doing? What you doing? Like, you're allowed to be annoyed. We're allowed to have feelings. Just be freaking kind, okay? It's literally it. All right. I'm glad we got that little vent sesh out of the way. I already feel so much closer to you. The next thing I wanted to spill the Bravo tea about, um, Lisa Vanderpump. Oh, boy. Remember Puppygate? Remember that? Remember the whole... um, Rumor about Dorit returning Lucy Lucy apple juice to Vanderpump Dogs and it was sold to the press and Lisa was like, oh, I could have never done that. It wasn't me. Welp, allegedly it was. Okay. So there's a new tell-all book out called um, Not All Diamonds and Rosé. It's like a housewife's tell-all book, which I'm so sorry I haven't pre-ordered because I hold it, heard it's sold out and I'm pretty pissed about that. But anyway, I mean, I'll get my hands on a copy at some point. Uh, and an executive producer is claiming that Lisa is the one who leaked the dog story to the press. If it's true, not surprised. Again, I've explained my interactions with Lisa on this podcast before. Wasn't my favorite meeting. Wasn't my favorite meeting. Could be wrong. She could be great. Didn't have the best interaction with her. Okay. Let me read you this juicy ass quote. Okay. Um, This is from Chris Cullen, who told Dave Quinn in the book. um, And I'm getting this from page six right now. We just want to make sure everyone's cited because we love giving credit where it's due. So it says, when Lisa lost the narrative in the show and she realized it wasn't going the way she wanted, that's when she leaked the story to the press. Ooh, that sounds on brand. It's like, shocker, you mean to tell me a rich white woman who lives in a giant mansion is going to manipulate a show when it's not going her way? No, never. Come on. Seems very much on brand for me. And then for... At that point, I think it was Teddy who came forward and was like, yeah, you made me do this. And she was like, no, no, blah, blah, blah. And then like Kyle's like, yeah, we think you did it. And Ken's like, goodbye, Kyle. You, I hate people who don't tell the truth. Let me just get that out there. I'm trying to process my words right now. It is the most frustrating thing when people deny, deny, deny. I get there are some instances where it's better to tell a little white lie But like I have you ever read Ella Enchanted and the girl who's always doomed to tell the truth. That's me. It's so much better to get the truth out of the way. I am a serial truther and Lisa Vanderpump is not. So now now that this is out, Rinna is having a field day, of course. I mean, not that she's an angel. She's wrong in her own right. But she said the truth always comes out and she posted it in her stories. And of course, being the woman she is, she deleted it. So, you know. It's just interesting how everything, 
everything works out in the world. Don't lie. Like literally don't lie. It's all going to come out one day. That's like a lesson my mother told me as a kid all the time. Like, what do you what do you gain from lying? It's just going to come out. It's truly just going to come out. I don't think Lisa has commented. Lisa Vanderpump has commented on it yet, but I'd be curious to hear her deny it again, which, you know, she will. You know, she will. So that was the juicy ass Bravo tea we had to spill. Why don't we recap this week's episode of Vanderpump Rules, shall we? I think we shall. But to be honest with you, I wasn't really feeling this week's episode. I'm not going to lie. It was I. It wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. It just happened. I'm like, at first when I was going to explain it, I'm like, what even happened on this episode? It was the aftermath of the engagement, which it's kind of funny. We learned that Raquel's ring was like, oh, it's a Tiffany ring. She got it in a Tiffany box. And he's like, oh, no, it's a Tiffany diamond. Uh, Lisa asked about that. And he's like, she's like, oh, did you go to the Tiffany's on Rodeo Drive? You know, like we all just do on a regular Tuesday. And he's like, oh, no, I got it from my friend who's a jeweler. I think he said it was downtown, which, you know, we got the little judgy vibes from Lisa Vanderpump. But listen, it's an expensive diamond. It's a gorgeous diamond. I don't have an engagement ring yet. As far as I know, I'm not anywhere close to getting an engagement ring. If a guy bought me one and was like, you know, the setting isn't Tiffany, but the diamond is, I'd be like, cool. I don't get it. I don't know. The older I get the more I realize weddings are all a giant hoopla. I used to be, I'm going way off on a tangent. I used to be like, I have my whole Pinterest wedding planned out. I'm going to get married in Disney World. I'm going to do this. It's going to be huge. Now I'm like, I want 75 people. We're going to decide, like you do something to piss me off. You're getting off the list. It's going to be exclusive. It's going to be in Malibu and I want the in and out truck there. Okay. And if you come, great. And if you don't, I don't care. I will dance and eat animal style grilled cheeses on my own I also want a nacho bar that's it I don't get the wedding I don't get the hoopla oh I'm gonna go on Instagram and show everything off I don't get it because in the grand this is gonna sound so mean but I'm just gonna come out and say it in the grand scheme of things the people who weren't invited to your wedding your family and your friends we don't care we just don't I'm sorry. That's mean. That's mean. I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. I'm probably going to get karmically jinxed, too. But we someone had to tell the truth. We really did. Someone had to tell the truth. And it was me. I'm a truther. I'm a serial truther. Okay. Anywho, huge tangent over there. So Lisa's kind of judging about that Tiffany, not Tiffany ring. Uh, On Watch What Happens Live, James did say he got like the booklet. It is a Tiffany diamond. It's a beautiful ring. Raquel's happy. What do we care? But she cannot ding that ring at work, James says. Like, he he had a full-on meltdown. He's like, you better not wear that ring to work after today. That's my James impression. He's like, don't ding it. And she's like, but the ring's so big. Like, it's impossible not to ding it. And he's like, oh, that's a very expensive ring. I don't know. That was a little scary. I'm like, oh, James, calm down, sir. It's material possessions. He even says, I'm fast-forwarding way forward. Um, But when they're having the family dinner with Raquel's sister and his mom and everyone, and he's like, it was a really expensive ring. I'm actually thinking about getting a replica made. So when she goes out, she can wear the replica. And like, at first I thought her mom was going to be like, that's a waste of money because that's what my mom would say. But she looks at him and goes, you're so smart. And I'm like, everything I needed to know about the Kennedy family, I know now. Like, what? 
What? I can't. Thomas had never seen such a mess in his entire life. So yeah, I mean, I guess we could skip to the dinner. Like I said, this this episode was just really uneventful. It wasn't so great. We know there was tension between James and um, Raquel's sister, whose name is Kate. And she's actually got a really interesting family dynamic. And it took me, like, I had to rewind and re-understand. So Raquel was adopted, but she was adopted by her aunt. And her mother, who gave Raquel up, she had Kate, who's her sister, and I think she kept Kate and raised her. So it was like they were raised as cousins, but they're sisters. Um, And now Kate has a, a bigger role in Raquel's life. But Kate and James butt heads. They didn't get along, which, I mean, could you blame her? Because we've seen James at his worst. Like, you can't blame the girl. But James really going into this dinner and he's like, I'm looking to show my growth. I'm a new person. I only take pre-workout supplements once a week instead of every day. That last part was a joke. Um, And also his mom was there and his mom was sober. Also, sidebar. Need to need to tangent for a second, okay? This weekend, I finished You season three. Like, it came out this weekend, and I watched it in uh, two days, which is mildly embarrassing, but I was sucked right in. I didn't know this until this weekend, but Love's ex-husband, his name was James Kennedy. I thought that was really funny. And then my friend Marissa informed me that the real James Kennedy's mom was an extra in the show last season. It all comes back to Vanderpump Rules, my friends. It all comes back to Vanderpump Rules, which we're going to do right now. So at this dinner, they're kind of talking about um, James's issues with, um, what's his name? Max? That's terrible. What's his name? Max. And Raquel is like, oh, I brought over the gift to him because James wanted to kind of extend an olive branch. I think it was like Oculus Prime that they were going to like they used to build as a kid. So he wanted to, you know, send him that kind of jog up memories, which is really sweet. I thought that was a good idea on his part. Um, And Raquel was the one who gave him the gift at Sir, which, listen, this might be an unpopular opinion, but I get it. When you're mad at someone and they don't want to talk to you, sometimes it's intimidating. So, like, if you have that mutual link who's, like, willing to do the dirty work, per se, pass it off to them. Because also, like, you go and you're mad at someone. I'm thinking of someone I'm mad at right now, right? And if he would come up to me and give me a gift... I would probably shoot lasers out of my eyes unintentionally, okay? But if our mutual friend gave me a gift from him and was like, this person wanted you to have this, he's really looking to reach out to you but didn't know how to go about it, I'd be warmer and more receptive to it. Sidebar, if you're listening, this is how you should go about things. Anyway, (laughs) Jesus, I'm a mess. Thomas had never seen such a mess in his life, and it's me. So Raquel's sister has a problem with this. She's like, I don't want Raquel doing your dirty work. And what I liked, Raquel was like, no, it's not his dirty work. Like, I'm doing this because I want to help my fiance. She also took a jab at the fact that James did start that big argument because he was very honest about it. You know, went into the whole, I put my fingers in his water and sprayed it at him. And then I knocked over a heater in the restaurant. We didn't want to split a $10 salad. Or no, it wasn't split a $10 salad. 
That probably would have been cheaper than what the fight was actually about. Didn't want to pay a $10 splitting fee for salad. That's much better. I am so sorry. I don't know why I am doing a really poor, the poor man's James Kennedy, James Kennedy impression today. I am on one. But yeah, he was really honest about it. And Kate was like, well, you can start problems even when you're sober. And we're like, oh, shit, she came to play. Yeah, I don't know if that connection's ever going to be solid, but hopefully if they're not solid, we'll we'll just see it play out on the show. Um, so after that, Lala's filling Katie in on what happened with Brock. Now, a little rewind if in case you forgot, we had a little shady timeline from Brock last episode about the fact that he hadn't seen his kids in four years and apparently it was because he wanted to move to America and start a better life and you know Sheena was like well the mother was really against that and like cut him out because of it and they were just like so cool like it's so normal and Lala and Rand were like I'm sorry what so Lala is just telling Katie that she's feeling suspicious about Brock and I think we all agree at this point I know next episode we're gonna get a little bit more into that What I do want to jump into now, I kind of want to go back to Katie for a minute because tying everything in with all the babies. Now we've seen Lala have a baby. We've seen Sheena have a baby. They're no longer on the show, but we know that Brittany and Stassi both had kids and Lisa actually mentions it this episode. We find out that Katie and Tom had been trying to have a kid and like trying and trying and it just wasn't happening. So he was going to go get, um, you know, everything tested And weirdly enough, like he had Tom Sandoval help him drive the sample to the clinic, was there when he was giving the sample, like not watching, but was in the house. Like if you want to talk about are you closer to your best friend than you are your wife? Like now we know who's the closer one in the two. I'm sorry. Are you having this baby with Sandoval or are you trying to have this baby with your wife? I digress. I admire Katie for opening up about this because it's got to be difficult to see literally all of your closest friends minus maybe one or two get pregnant and have kids at the same time and know that you had been married all before them. This was also on your radar and it's just not happening for you and you want it so bad. And also as a woman, she's probably questioning like, why isn't my body doing it? What's supposed to do? Is it me? Is it Tom? What's going on here? So to see her have that moment with Lisa and get really raw and deep about it, that was incredible. And I commend her for being so vulnerable about a difficult topic on TV. And I know I'm sure there are so many fans of the show who are going through something similar right now. And for her to Give them that validation and let them know that they're not alone is huge. So, Katie, I know you listen to this podcast every week. You don't. But I just want to say, like, bravo to you. You are a strong-ass woman. And you seriously, whether you know it or not, I'm sure you were a bright spot for so many people this episode. So many people. Katie also has a difficult conversation with Tom. Now, we get into the drama about Schwartz and Sandy's a.k.a. the worst name ever for a bar, which, by the way, Tom Schwartz is easily like, oh, yeah, you can just name it Schwartz and Sandy's. You did a really good job organizing the engagement, so I'll let you have it. Like, what? One time I organized a surprise party for my ex-boyfriend that went really well. 
does that mean I'm allowed to name a bar? I would still name it something better than Schwartz and Sandy's, but that doesn't make me qualified. I don't know. I don't know the way Tom Schwartz works sometimes. It's very confusing. It's a little bit scary at times. He's very sweet, but I'm a little concerned. But he just handed over the name, the worst name ever, to Sandoval. And... Now they're having discussions about the bar and Katie is trying to state her case for being able to work. She's like, I have experience. You know, my mom ran a restaurant. I really love to be involved with this. It it could be like a family thing. And Sandoval is literally just not having it. And she's like, why? Like, what? What did I do? And he goes all the way back to 2019 um, back when Stasi had her book signing at Tom Tom and he was being really difficult about having it there and Schwartz had told Stasi she could have it there and Tom's like oh we can't do this who's gonna work and it was a big old ordeal and Katie yells at him for it in front of customers which let's break this down for a second Tom's like oh you yelled at me in front of customers who are these customers you ask they're people getting Stasi's book sign Who would buy this book, you ask? I don't know. Maybe fans of your show who enjoy watching you fight on a weekly basis. So if you really think about it, you were providing them with free entertainment, which they loved. And therefore, you should be thanking Katie and giving her a job at your bar. Just when you reframe your thoughts, which I've learned to do in therapy, it really serves a purpose and it makes everything better. But they go at it and Katie's like, this was two years ago and you're still not over it, which like, oh, I haven't gotten over things from 10 years ago, but that's my own personal cross to bear. So I can kind of get, you know, he's upset about it. He needs closure. But like all in all, he's being ridiculous. We also find out on Watch What Happens Live that Raquel is on um, Sandoval's side, which I, I don't know. I think it's kind of weird. I think that's James p- kind of puppeting her around because when Andy was like, whose side are you on with that? James is like, oh, she's on Sandoval's side. Like, tell her you're on Sandoval's side. Um, and Andy's like, great. I asked your fiance. Um, so I don't know. I think that's weird. But I, I am firmly team Katie on this. Let her play a part in it. I know it's not her business, but like you're also just going to make it a lot easier for yourself if you give her something to do. And then she's not going to bother you about it anymore. It's a no brainer. But Tom's not going to Tom's not going to accept that. He doesn't like anything that's not his idea. He doesn't like to be made to look bad. He doesn't like not winning. So as far as he's concerned, Katie doesn't provide him with any of that. So he's not going to listen. And that is all she wrote, my friends. Wow. I am heated. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. If you like what you heard, I need you to rate, review, subscribe. Five stars, nothing less. Five stars. I don't know if you ever watched this YouTube video. I'm going back years ago and I'm on a tangent and it was like how to be seen. And he's like, you wear a black or white belt, black or white, nothing else. Five stars, nothing else. That is what we do here. Um, on iTunes, make sure you show me some love on Instagram and TikTok at Diana Jebbia, G-E-B-B-I-A. Also follow Believe Podcast, uh, that's B-L-E-A-V, and Believe Pop Culture. I will talk to you next week, my beloved babes. Mwah.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.